right, episode 30 of the Hot Grits podcast. I am Travis Jadon, and with me as always is Spencer Maddox. That's right, Trav. We're talking about the same shit we always talk about, but first we're brought to you by Coach's Corner on Victory Drive. Uh, They got breakfast nowadays, so please go check those guys out. You are correct, my good man. Coach's Corner in Savannah, our title sponsor. Thank you to Coach's Corner. Call them at 912-352-2933 or visit them at www.coaches.net or uh, straight to them at 3016 East Victory Drive on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to check out their NASCAR show, Rubbin' and Grubbin', as well as the local sports show on Wednesday and Saturday mornings, Wednesday night, Saturday mornings, uh, with Carl DeMossi and Chad Griffin. Those guys will get you all set. Your boys, Spencer, yes, Calvary, Calvary Football in the Final Four. I covered them last week. Um, so Chad Griffin and those guys have a lot going on at Calvary for sure. Um, let's start, Spencer, with Shoegate and LSU Florida this past weekend uh, in the swamp. The swamp was drained 37-34. to 34. LSU, 23-point dogs, goes in and beats Florida right after self-imposing a bull ban. Hand up. Hand up. Uh, did not think LSU was going to be competitive in the game. They went out and won. So big, big, big time win for LSU. Changes everything in the college football landscape. But the what came out of that game was uh, Shoegate. That was like by far the biggest thing to come out of that game. And it was a cornerback, Wilson, I believe was the guy's last yeah. name. Incredible. Toss, In- tosses the shoe. Incredible. Loses the game for his team, essentially. I mean, it was a fourth down play. They were out of field goal range. And throws it. I mean, did he just lose his head? What was he thinking, man? Yeah, I've never seen that before. And the, the funny, one of the funny things was that uh, the guy that called the foul or yeah. the, that announced the foul throwing was like, a shoe 20 yards yeah, downfield, throwing the shoe 20 yards downfield, which is hilarious. Uh, I, I think nearly 60 linear feet for my bachelor party guys. <laughs> Wait, was that, how far do you think he threw it? 20 yards? I mean, I mean, they, the guy they ballparked it, right? Like, uh, I think one of the funny, you're telling me with next gen stats, we had to get a ballpark there. We couldn't have like the exact figure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they can tell us how far a home run goes out, but they can't tell us how far a dude throws a cleat. What, what was the exit velocity on that? Throw, yeah, that's important to know. Um, how about uh, your boy uh, Danny Mullen went back on Monday, speaking in front of the press, or I think it was Sunday actually. We're recording this on Monday, December fourteenth, so I think it was yesterday, Sunday. Um, here's his quote from Dan Mullen: "Quote: I went back to watch the play, and he made the tackle. Part of the football move." The kid's shoe was in his hand, and he kind of jumped and celebrated with his teammates, so it's pretty unfortunate in that situation. I don't think there was any intent to taunt. Dude. End quote. Danny. Danny comes with these fucking quotes. This isn't the first time we've read a Dan Mullen quote on the show, is it? No. His shtick is going to get old quick. Yeah. Especially if they if they lose games like this. Yeah. Well, if they lose to Alabama, that's tough, man. You go from being a playoff contender. I saw now that they're their playoff chances are less than 1%. They don't have a shot. Florida doesn't have yeah. a shot. Even if they beat Alabama. No chance. That's incredible. No chance. I Because the team that they lost to head-to-head, yeah. Texas A&M would still only have one one loss. So. Yeah. So Texas A&M could... So there will be a team from the SEC in the playoff no matter what. Alabama's a lock. Even if they lose yes. to Florida. Okay. Is Texas A&M have a chance? If Florida- I think they have a chance now i would have told you last week that texas a&m has no shot at all right to college football player even if florida lost lsu now i'm thinking maybe they do we'll see what happens with ohio state i mean the stuff with ohio state the big 10 changing the rules to allow them to play 
in the <laughs> you're really enjoying that drink. Yeah. To allow them to play a tasty the, iced Americano, dude. In the Big Ten title game, they'll play with only five games. So originally they were supposed to have a minimum of six to in order to be eligible. But of course the Big Ten did that. I mean, that makes sense. Like anyone that's surprised by the Big Ten wanting the best brand in the Big Ten to be in the title game for their conference and to be in contention for a college football playoff. Yeah. If you think that's surprising. Yeah. You're out to lunch. Yeah. I don't know where you've been in college football, yeah. but put on put on a vest with a bunch of pockets and you know, go walk up a mountain somewhere. I don't even know. I don't even know what what to make of that. Um, but yeah, so Florida, I think definitely the the SEC title game on Saturday night at 8 p.m. on CBS is no longer uh, that important. I really don't think it is. I think it matters for Georgia fans what Florida does in that title game. If they lose to Alabama, I think Georgia would have a shot at going to the Sugar Bowl. And they they would have a shot at going to the Sugar Bowl if A&M right. is in well, the playoffs. You see it a lot right now with Georgia fans like super down on this team, especially uh, I think it was your brother that was celebrating Florida losing to LSU. A lot of Georgia fans think we had a down year. This is not a down year by any college football program standards, maybe Alabama standards. If you come into a season with question marks, especially Georgia, at the quarterback position, and you lose two games, that's a successful season in my mind. Well, I think – First off, any Georgia fan wanting Florida to lose is not abnormal. I mean, that's no. You would celebrate that. No, no, no. no. Of course you would. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I don't think this is a bad year for Georgia. Do you? It's just a what if year. Yeah. What if they had JT Daniels? Daniels in. I think you can make a legitimate case that they were would be more competitive against Alabama. I don't see any way they win that game. No. Um, And I think they could have beat Florida. I really do. I think they could have beat Florida with JT Daniels. Yeah. Maybe I'm naive in thinking that. I don't know, but I, I think. Because because the defense was awful against Florida as well. Yeah. So especially in the second half. So I mean I don't know how much JT Daniels would have helped, but they are certainly a better team. I think all eyes now. Georgia gets Vanderbilt and um, All Star kicker Sarah Fuller this weekend in Athens, right. and that'll be the end of their regular season. They're seven and two and ranked number nine in the country. Sarah Fuller scored a point this past week. She did. Congrats, Sarah Fuller, for scoring a point. Um, so this isn't. Um... Don't look the stat up, but there have been roughly 60 million points scored total in college football all time. So it's now 60 million to one guys. But right, the girls but they're are on, they're but, on the board. But the girls are on the board. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you don't have to make it all up in one no one afternoon. No, 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 no. You get a couple points here against Just get the against ball Georgia. rolling, dude. And sure, your team's 0-9. It snowballs from here. <laughs> sure, your team's 0-9. <laughs> and uh, a lot of players have quit because they thought it was a charade and a stunt. Yeah. Um, but hell, you made history. But dude, it is cool as shit. I mean, we we joke about it a lot, but it's awesome. It's awesome. A girl scored a point in a college football right. game in the SEC. And that is cool. That's like, cool. I'm all for that. Yeah. But let's see it for what it is. It's a stunt. Let's see it for what it is. For sure. It's an 0-9 team desperately trying to get positive media attention and it's, sure. work, and it's working i think for I mean, sure people talk more about that than them firing their head coach yeah but i don't think it's bringing any three-star or four-star recruits to vanderbilt no no and their coach coaching search is i think beginning to wind down right now they have narrowed in on notre dame's defensive coordinator for their head coaching gig um so that'll be interesting uh, other college football notes news and notes in from the state of georgia um Georgia Southern lost to App State. It was the third time that they've lost this season after having a 10-point lead at some point. 
Um, Georgia Southern fans have got to be up in arms, aren't they? They are. They're set, Georgia Southern ends the season seven and five, um, unofficially slated for the New Orleans Bowl uh, against Louisiana Tech, and later this month. And Louisiana Tech is all time nine and zero against the Sun Belt Conference. Never <laughs> lost a game against the Sun Belt Conference. That's tough. Yeah, so that'll be interesting for them. I, I think I'll be you, tuned into that. Th- but that'll be a fun bowl destination. I think only three thousand fans are allowed in, so I don't know if the Georgia Southern faithful will be as um, well represented. Well, I do know they won't be as well represented as they usually would be uh, in a bowl game. But that's kind of messed up. How can Louisiana Tech play in the New Orleans Bowl? Makes sense. Uh, it's not fair. What do you mean? It's like if Georgia played in the Athens Bowl or something, dude. Like, I don't know. It would sort of be like if Georgia was made to play a neutral site game. In Atlanta? <laughs> or That's pretty funny. if Florida played a neutral site game, say, in Jacksonville. Yeah. It would sort of be like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, a little bit like that. Because it's not a neutral site. <sighs> Whatever. Georgia Southern, Louisiana Tech in the New Orleans Bowl. That'll be fun. I think Chad Lunsford is safe. That just pissed me off that you won that argument for next year. <laughs> for Chad Lunsford, say for next year, I believe. Uh, but they are really upset in Statesville, and I think there will be coaching changes. They got a transfer quarterback from Georgia Tech, so that's interesting. Uh, also of note, Spencer, in that App State game, Wesley Kennedy and Chris Harris, the two BC grads that were arrested, still out with suspension. The other two players arrested from that same incident um, back on the field last Saturday against App State with no mention at all. Of course, no media coverage of it. Um, of course, we, we Except are Except here. We cover it here. Well, we're not getting to the bottom of anything. Yeah. And, and that is to be expected uh, with with this whole storyline. I, I, I cannot believe that there are other things more important than that. I mean... Maybe not more important, but m- more noteworthy. You know what I mean? Like... Aren't they curious? Yeah. Aren't people curious? Why don't they ask questions? I just don't. I don't get it. I, I mean, it speaks to the mentality of the fan. They really care about what's on the field and getting those guys back onto the field as soon as possible. Which, I mean, media is just an extension of the fan, right? They ask well, questions about what the it should fan be base to gives. keep. It should be to keep authorities honest. But yeah. Who knows anymore with that? Uh, ask Ask Greg Talbot about that. You can go back and listen to our interview with him on episode thirty nine. Uh, good. Your, your Mormons got you, dude. Good thing about Georgia Southern was that I covered. Yeah. Took Georgia Southern. Yeah. And the nine and a half covered that and hit the over. And so I'm riding high up, up two units. Yes. On Saturday night. And then uncle Carter, our boy, uncle Carter, our boy, uncle Carter convinces me to take the Mormons again after they burned me dude, last week over under against San Diego state at 47. They win the game 28 to 14. And you've been a loyal Mormon supporter. I have been. And they now. are this close. My You're, fingers are right next to each other. Yeah. Great radio here. This close. They are this close to losing me as a fan. They don't want that. What's your next religion? Are you going to be Catholic? Notre Dame? Uh, yeah, if Notre Dame makes yeah. it. Yeah, if they beat Clemson in the ACC title game, I'm definitely a Catholic guy. Touchdown, well, touchdown Trav. Mormon screwed you. Looking ahead to the SEC championship, and we'll break down the game a little bit, but over under .5, I'm setting that right now at shoes thrown in the SEC game. Mmm... You gotta take the under, right? I don't bet the under. You don't. Oh, so do we? Got to take the over. Sacrifice that unit, or you just don't bet it at all. Yeah, take the spread. Yeah, that's well, the pro move. Whatever it is, dude, take Bama. That's buy what Derosa would tell us. Bama by a million. Yeah, I got to. Right? I don't really want to break down that game because that game is not going to matter as much. Are as you, it I mean, was. you're gonna watch it though, right? Yeah, it'll be Saturday night at eight o'clock uh, on CBS. It, it comes after 
um, a pretty good slate of college basketball games that day too. I, right. Well, let's not talk about college it's gonna basketball. Be the most, it's going to be the most insignificant SEC title game in recent memory though. Yes, I believe that. the result to genuinely be does not matter. I mean, I guess if if Florida were to win, it matters for seeding at that maybe point. Maybe by maybe by like 30 Alabama would not no I don't way, know I don't dude. know if there's anything that could happen to keep Alabama out of the playoffs they're a lock not a chance uh but it will be interesting to see what they do with Ohio State Clemson A&M and hell I mean Cincinnati's still right there undefeated so we'll see what happens with that that'll be interesting those rankings come out this week um and I think it also matters with the Heisman Trophy Spencer last week I would have voted for oh, that's true last week I would have voted for Kyle Trask uh and I think this week I would think I would vote Mac Jones one. Yeah, I really want to vote the Alabama receiver. Well, did, did you watch? Did you watch that Florida game? Like the the events leading up to them losing? Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, I watched that whole game. It was insane how unlucky Kyle Trask was that game, especially that second interception, dude. Yeah, I've never seen. Do you see the video? Yeah, I tried I finally to get did. Oh yeah. my god, man. It was so like close. Every every person that touched the ball was so close to going out of bounds, and it hit the dude right in the face, dude. Just like doink, and then the guy caught up and caught it on his knees. What was funny? Shit was that? <laughs> what was funny about that game is it was happening at the same time. The new age SEC, right? 30, 37 to thirty four final in in uh, Gainesville. Yeah, alongside Al- or Auburn, Auburn, Mississippi State, who were they. Neither one knew they were allowed to score a touchdown. Yeah, really, they did. They thought it was against the rules, <laughs> and so they were just kicking field goals and playing the game in the middle of the field. Uh, Gus Malzahn wins that game over Mississippi State, over they, mighty Mississippi State. They celebrate in the locker room. Yeah, and then they can him in the-, the next day, <laughs> and they pay him a twenty-one point seven million dollar buyout. Whoa, twenty-one point seven large for Gussie Bus. That's a lot of units, man. That is a lot of units. That's a lot of bets on the Mormons that yeah. you could use that money on. And and I think Auburn's next coach, you heard it here first, Benny. Remember what I've predicted in the past on this podcast. Alex Corey going back to Boston, done. Mm-hmm. Done deal. Mm-hmm. Doc Rivers to Philly, no question. Done deal. You're coaching, you're a coaching change guy. Billy Napier from Louisiana Lafayette is the next head coach at Auburn. <sighs> done. Okay. Whatever. It's done. I'll take your word for it. And if not him, don't forget about Hugh Freeze at Liberty. I'll take your word for it. You know whose word you should always take? John Carr's. John Carr Real Estate in Savannah. 912-228-0916. That's 912-228-0916. For selling real estate, buying real estate in the Savannah area, you got to go to John Carr Real Estate. You can check them out at 6349 Abercorn Street or com. Also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And one more time, the phone number is 912-228-0916. Zero nine one six. Spencer, we'll stay on the football. Yeah, let's get to the NFL before the break. Yeah, and well, I wanted to ask you about the Falcons who lost to the Chargers 20 to 17? 20, 20 yep. to 17? 20 to 17. In the choke bowl. <laughs> yeah, you were wondering which team would choke. That question probably should have never been asked. It was always going to be the Falcons. Incredible. It needed Incredible. to be the Falcons. Incredible. Well, I mean, we wanted them to lose. I actually think the Chargers are the one that choked here. Both teams, <laughs> By winning? Yeah, yeah. How do, you choke that? How, do you, how do you mess that up, dude? What is the South Park episode where they're playing baseball and they all hate baseball? Yeah. And they're trying to lose, but they, they end up well, going... It's America. Randy keeps getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's, that's like what the Chargers did. They're like Todd Gurley. He, he doesn't know not to score. Um, <laughs> do you think that Incredible. Falcons fans who want to keep Matt Ryan 
are naive or do they have a point? No, I don't think they can't separate the fact that Matt Ryan's good. Yeah. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I still think that they can't separate that fact from the fact that they also have to move on. I think there is a legitimate, they don't want to get rid of good players. And I, I don't think there that. is a legitimate path to contention whilst keeping Matt Ryan. Sure, there that, is. I don't think it's the easiest way, but I think there is a legitimate way. It's not the most sensical way. Either. It is not. The it, most sensical thing to do would be to trade Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Yeah, and try and draft that's, a quarterback next year. That's easy. What I are they? What What's their record sitting at? Are they slotted for like the fourth or fifth pick? It's somewhere around that range. The birds. Yeah. Well, their record is four and nine. Yeah. Um, Panthers also four and nine. Um, the Panthers beat the Falcons twice, so they would have Cowboys four and nine. Jets, of right. course, 0 and 13. They're a lock for the one. Yep. Bengals, 2 and 10. Probably the two. Jaguars, 2. Bengals, 3. So I think the Falcons are the fourth or the fifth pick, roughly. Texans are also at 4 and 9. So they got some losing to do. They, yeah. These are big games coming down the stretch. They need to lose these games. So you can go ahead and eliminate Lawrence. You can go ahead and eliminate Fields. At that point, like, are you trying to tank again next year to get a quarterback? Well, you still have the guy from, you have Wilson from BYU. You got Mac Jones from Alabama. I mean, if that's the route you want to go, uh, I haven't heard anybody say those are like professional locks. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not. They're not for sure going to replace Matt Ryan either. Shouldn't the Lions and Falcons just trade Stafford for Ryan straight up? I mean, shouldn't that, that just, be so sick? Shouldn't that just happen? That would be so sick because neither one is well, going anywhere. They're, they're kind of in similar situations. What's the point of doing that though? If you're the Falcons, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, if you move on from Matt Ryan, you're saying we're going to draft a quarterback. That's what you're saying. Period. Point blank. Yeah, that's it. So. Well, you're it, saying we're and we're going to rebuild. Yes. It makes sense to me to try and keep Matt Ryan and trade Julio Jones. I think I've said that before on this podcast. It makes a lot of sense to me to trade Julio Jones. It doesn't make any sense to keep both of them. That much is for certain. Because I, yeah, I agree with you. They're not they're not going to be in contention next year unless they really shake up the roster. They've got to bring in an impact player. They've got to bring in impact players on both sides of the ball, but they for sure have to bring in an impact player, I would think, at running back, and I would think they need another wide receiver as well to replace Julio. Uh, on The Athletic, Jeff Schultz, who I really like to read, uh, wrote, quote, it's time for Falcons to move on from Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, end quote. So, that I mean, that is... I saw that article as well. As point blank as it gets, I thought that same thing could have been written four weeks ago, mm -hmm. five weeks ago. But again, they don't have a GM right now. Yep. It's tough to make all these like franchise-changing moves without the guy that's going to be well, there they, in they two got, weeks. They got time. They got time before the offseason, but they need to have the yeah. GM in place, obviously, before free agency. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that for sure. I think he, I think, like we said last episode, the GM comes before yeah. the head coach. For you can, sure. you can draft without a GM, and AGM can draft for you, but you cannot do a free agency without a GM. Yeah. And I don't think that they won't, you know. The Dolphins lost to the Chiefs 33 to 27. Uh, the Dolphins are eight and five now with three to go. They're my boys. Tua Tagovailoa, two touchdowns, one pick, three hundred and six yards, and fifty eight percent completion percentage. Not a great game from Tua, but I, I think when you only lose by six to a team that's lost one game all year, and yeah, that was ending world champs. That was a really good game, man. Uh, so close. I don't know if you saw it. Miami was down thirty to twenty three. Getting... I was I was keeping up with it on my phone. So they're down thirty to twenty three with four to go, and they're um, about to kick an extra point. Thirty to twenty three, four to go. They kick the extra point to make it 30 to 24. They should have gone for two to make it 30 to 25. And they didn't. 
if you make it 30 to 25, the field goal makes it a, from still Kansas a one score keeps game. it at an eight point game. And I don't know why no one was talking about that. Uh, Tony Romo and Jim Nance were on the call. It was cool to have the A team for CBS calling a Dolphins game. I'm not used to that at all. Yeah. Um, but Dolphins close with Raiders, uh, Pats, Bills. I know nobody cares about the Dolphins that playoff percentages. Vicious last three games. Yeah, they got to win two of those three. I would yeah. think. I would think they're better than the Pats, right? At this point. Yeah, I mean, but they the probably Pats, lost the Pats. The Pats, Pats scare me though. I mean, Pats are a scary team. Don't let. I don't think they really have a path to the playoffs, but. Don't let that team into the playoffs. Cam Newton's a problem. Dolphins, so, are, I disagree with you, but they had the mystique. Yeah, that's it. I don't want to touch They've them. They've done it before. The Bills are good as fuck, dude. They beat the hell out of the Steelers. Yeah. And people dogged the Steelers. Like, oh, they're the worst 11-1 team of all time. Oh, They're, they're like, 11-1, and one, man. And it's like, dude, yeah, they, they're pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, you don't win 11 on accident. Yeah. Um, There's talent all over that offense, man. Yeah. I mean, I think, like... If you try to compare them against the team that's right behind them, or I guess the Chiefs are the one seed right now. Yeah. Right now, now thanks to the Bills, like the Chiefs probably by a touchdown, seven point favorites maybe. I but thought the Steelers hold the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. Chiefs only have one loss, right? Yeah. Yeah. Steelers have two. They lost. Oh, that's right. They lost to the Bills. Yeah. So they're the one seed right now. Um, the Chiefs already clinched their division. So. Uh, Anyway, so the Dolphins uh, lost to the Chiefs, and that's not altogether surprising. What was surprising was that the Washington football team continues to play red-hot football. They have won four in a row, and they lead the NFC East. Washington, Philly, and Dallas all won this weekend. It's extremely surprising, and it's wild to me that a team can go from being in contention for the top pick in like four weeks to leading the division by a game. Their defensive end, Chase Young, is a real, real player. He's a here. beast. Like dude. He is a nasty player. He's a beast. And uh, Jalen Hurts starting in Philly, so that's interesting. He, he has been named to start it for next week as well. So by the time you're listening to this, you can prepare for Jalen Hurts in Philly. But Washington, dude, that's my NFC team, I think. Yeah, Alec, what a good story for Alex Smith, man. Yeah, like, it really is. It's incredible. I saw a tweet. It was like Alex Smith, well, the, the game he came back, Alex Smith plays one snap. He's the comeback player of the year. Go ahead and give it to him. Now, I mean, holy shit, he looks great. All right, from college football to professional football to youth football. Some youth football news in the Savannah ranks Mm -hmm. regarding a coach um, being a jackass towards one of his players. Before we do that, though, wanted to read you guys or tell you guys about Bewley Oaks Home Improvement. Bewley Oaks Home Improvement, that's B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U in Savannah. Call Tony at 912-667-5235 for any of your home improvement needs. That's interior, exterior, your floors, your roof, your walls, all sides of your house. Anything you need done, home improvement, call Tony at Bewley Oaks Home Improvement. 912-667-5235. All right. Jarrell Williams, the head coach for, or a coach for the Savannah Gators, a youth football organization. And now notorious dirtbag. Yeah. Was in Florida on December 7th with his Savannah Gators playing in a... Look, they call it a, it's called a national championship. There are only teams from Georgia and Florida there. So I don't, you know, that's more only two states that matter, baby, more of a two state championship than a national championship. But what do I know? Uh, Jarrell Williams. And if you haven't heard or seen the video by now, you probably should look it up. He's a youth football coach that basically slapped his player on the helmet over and over again little kid a little kid man i mean he was small when i saw when i saw the headline i thought it was going to be like 
A 12-year-old. Like a 12-year-old, yeah. yeah. Dude, oh my God, that video is hard to watch. And he yeah. knocked him clean down on the ground, dude. And, and stood over him. And stood over him, too, and like intimidated him. And and sadly, like I, I wasn't altogether surprised. If you've been around yeah. youth sports in Savannah, it is different in football. Especially with it these is. organizations, you have Savannah Gators are one of them, Frank Callum Boys Club, um, Savannah Pals, Savannah Stars, uh, Hurricanes. All these organizations are very, very into youth football. And yeah. It's a big deal. But I wonder, public school football in Savannah has always been brutal Yeah, for a large part. Is it because kids come up and they play in these intense youth football leagues and they don't enjoy the game and they say, fuck this, I'm going to play basketball? Yeah. Well, dude, that's a legitimate question. But when people talk about toxic masculinity, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think, I don't buy that usually. I, I think, yeah, I don't usually buy that. Watching that video, that is the prime example of toxic mas- masculinity, and no kid should ever have to go through that. Like, yeah, you're you're not supposed to be a man when you're eight years old. You're no, not, you're not. Yeah, and you're not supposed to like fucking kid playing a game, man. And he, yeah. what did what did he really do? Did he like t- not tuck his shirt in well enough for you, guy? Like, what's the, your problem? Yeah, didn't read the pitch man correctly as and, an, as an eight year old. And you're right. If if somebody did that to me, dude. If somebody did that to any kid, if I was around, I would beat the ever living shit out of that coach. But getting back to your point, no, I I think you're entirely correct. I wouldn't want to play football either. This isn't up. one of those scenarios where it's like, oh, in my day, the coaching, we could take tough coaching. No, This dude, isn't one no, of those dude. things. No, dude. And if you're that guy, read the fucking room, man. Be- like, be- Yeah, it's not one of – and it's, if you've seen the video, you know it's not that. No. You know what I mean? It's it's not that. There, there is a fine, fine line. And anything, any, anything that looks like this should be shamed, and I think that coach should be in jail personally he may well be in jail and he's familiar with jails because he was a chatham county sheriff are you serious was that's, they, oh, that's right they let him go didn't they well was forced to resign i guess and then uh issue a half-ass apology good for them man <laughs> i guess good for them i guess i mean they hired him they yeah hired, they hired a guy like that true but so, i mean again not altogether surprising the state of florida is pressing charges and I do not blame them to resign. And so we'll see how that shakes out. But that was, that was interesting to see. Yeah. And it was just like, I I think what sucks the most is that it wasn't altogether surprising. Yeah. It's, it's sad, man. It's really sad. It is. Um, Before we go to a break uh, on the other side of the commercial break, we will talk about NBA basketball. We'll talk about the Cleveland Indians changing their logo or dropping the Indians logo and the Indians. Uh, name, namesake, I guess. Um, we'll talk about what that means for the Braves as well, right? Yeah, because I think that Braves would be theoretically next up on that, on that, um, you know, list of, of things. And there are options for the Braves. I, I think they're further away, yeah, from doing it than the Indians were. I think the Indians were always kind of next up in that yep. line, right? Um, it went Redskins one, Indians two, in my mind. Quickly before we go, though, I wanted to ask you: Did you see what Coach K said about the college basketball season? I did not. He wanted to cancel the season, or he thinks we should reevaluate the season based on COVID, all this stuff, but it comes after his team loses a second straight game, and they got worked, and they're not a very good team. Yeah. It was interesting to see Coach K being that noble after losing back-to-back games. He's a good guy, man. Yeah, he is a good guy. They stink. Kentucky also stinks. North Carolina stinks. 
all these big time name brands stink this year. And <laughs> guess who's number one? Gonzaga. Guess who's number two? Baylor. Guess who's number three? Iowa. So college basketball, really? Eh. Those are really right large markets, dude. Yeah, yeah. I no, <laughs> Iowa's a huge rocket. Iowa's center is the best player in the country, and I, and I love him. I really? love watching this guy play. He's insane. I haven't he, seen a second of this. Oh, he scored 32 points the other night in 20 minutes. Like traditional big man? Yeah. Like back down, back to the basket. He's the best big man to come I'm out of college since Greg, since Greg Oden. I'm locked Best in. big man to come out of college. The since best Greg player Oden. on Duke's team last year, what was his name? Vernon Carey? Was that it? Was that it? Sounds like a plumber. Yeah, he was always gonna he was always gonna get drafted in the back half of the draft, but it was fun to watch, dude. Like turn back the table, turn back uh, the clocks, man. I, I like the back to the basket big man in college basketball. That's fun. Iowa will play. They're number three in the country. They will play Gonzaga Saturday afternoon on CBS. The Fighting Greg Talbots, number one in the country, <laughs> Gonzaga. Um, and quickly, just to close out college basketball, Spencer Georgia is pathetic. Oh yeah, Tom Crean gotta go. You got to go. If he was brought in to change the culture or change how Georgia basketball is viewed, it has not worked. No one thinks of Georgia basketball as a brand, and it's the play on the court has gotten, if not, if it hasn't stayed the same yeah. as it was under Mark Fox, it's and this gotten is, worse. And this is after having the number one overall pick in the draft. And yeah. No and one is A interested. few recruiting classes now. Yeah. I guess we're not talking about year one or year two. Tough. He's got to go. Real in tough. My book. Um, all right, let's take a break, and on the back half, we will talk NBA, as the NBA season is set to kick off. Uh, also, MLB and Cleveland Indians name change. What's up, HGP fam? It's Travis. I'm here to tell you guys about Braddy Electric. Since 1970, Braddy Electric has been the number one electric company in Savannah for industrial, residential, and commercial electrical needs. Call Braddy Electric today at 912 912- 232-3240 or visit them at 1104 East 35th Street. That's Braddy Electric in Savannah since 1970. 912-232-3240. All right, welcome back to the second half of the Hot Grits Podcast, episode 40, uh, the season two finale. This is part two of part two. Uh, a little look behind the curtain for you guys. Spencer and I are recording this on Monday, December 14th. have just recorded, what, about 35 minutes worth of content. Or, I'm sorry, let me get this right. We just recorded the second half of this episode. Recorded air quotes. Right. Uh, except for Spencer never recorded it. So we are going to redo a segment that we have just done. Yep. We literally just finished it Hand five up. minutes ago. We just talked to each other for 30 minutes. We wrapped season two. Yep. We, did the, we did the stay safe, yep. wash your hands. We did the peace thing. You said peace, and then you looked at the thing and you go, oh shit, we weren't recording at all. Yep. So. My hands are sweaty right now. Your dude. hands should be way up. Hand up. My hand is that, up. That's dude. your fault. I'm a stupid, stupid, stupid person. Spencer, you may know this already since we just talked about it and didn't record it. Yeah. But did you know that the Cleveland baseball team will drop its mascot name, the Cleveland Indians, since 1915? They have been called the Cleveland Indians. They will no longer be called that. Uh, word is from the New York Times, Sunday night, December 13th, that uh, they will do something similar to what the Washington football team did, the Red Hot Washington football team. Right. Uh and they will do something like Cleveland baseball team until they find a new mascot, until they, you know, coordinate with the fans and figure out a name that would suit them. I don't have any ideas for one that would work, 
You got any names off the top for the Cleveland baseball team? Dude, I'm just going to say I've you've never once intimidated me in my entire life. But with every word and you make eye contact, I'm getting more and more intimidated. Why? <laughs> I can feel the hate just <laughs> raging through your body. How do you not click record? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But yeah, the Cleveland Indians, I mean, it's time. We went time. 39 episodes. Yes, dude. It's time for the Cleveland Indians to change their names. My hand is so sweaty. My hands are so sweaty. It's time for them to change their names. This means a lot for the Braves, too. The Braves are probably going to have to change their names. I think the Braves end up just dropping the yes, you know? Atlanta Brave? Yeah. So you Brave. are on board with that. Yeah, at this point I am now that we've already done this once. You were, Yeah, you were in the non-recorded segment that no one will ever hear besides yep. us. Uh, it was a good segment, too. You guys will have to take our word for it because Spencer didn't record it. So um, Cleveland Indians will change their name. And it, for us on this podcast and in this state, I think that means as far as professional sports go, the Atlanta Braves are next. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to change their name or if they're going to just continue not using the tomahawk chop, all that I'm on board with. Are, are you actually like offended by? No, not at all. In okay. fact, by, by I, the Indians, not the Braves. Oh, the Indians? It's not that I'm offended by it, but it does sound. Do you see a difference in Indians and Braves? Yes, today? yes, yes, yes. I think anybody with a brain should. And honestly, I think if you come after Braves, you're doing you're doing the PETA thing at this point, aren't you? Like you're coming after all mask, like you've gone a little too far. If well, you come I don't too know because we're white, so I don't know. Like that's true. I don't know. That's true. I can tell you, neither one offends me. It's so weird having the same conversation twice, dude. This we're going to have to eventually move on from that. Though. I know. I know. Powering through here. Dude, It to me, I'm not sure anyone is marginalized by Braves. I'm 110% certain that people are marginalized by the term Indians. That's not right. Correct? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But again, from white guys, like we're just guessing at this, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, can I read you a headline that ha- is trending yes. on Twitter? Yes. Um, and this is not on the dock. Uh, this is not something that I was prepared to talk to you about, but I have to. This is from Vice News, and I'll just get your reaction after I read the headline and maybe the top paragraph. Right. Headline, Pornhub just purged all unverified content from the platform. That's the headline. Quote, as part of our policy to ban unverified uploaders, we have now also suspended all previously uploaded content that was not created by content partners or members of the Pornhub model program. End quote. Now, the model program, let's be clear, is Pornstars. Right. They call them models. Um, Good for that, them. that was Pornhub's announcement. Uh, further down in the quote, this means every piece of Pornhub content is now from verified uploaders, a requirement that platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, and Twitter right. have yet to institute. Is Pornhub leading the way in social media? Oh, that's gross. First reaction, that's gross. Also, big loser Pornhub here, right? Gotta be. Uh, I think big loser might be Vice News. Vice News, yeah. They yeah, follow, you are a loser. They follow up the New York Times breaking news on the Cleveland Indians. Shout out David Waldstein and Michael S. Schmidt are the two New York Times reporters that broke the Indians news. Such a white name. Vice News decides to stick Samantha Cole on the Pornhub purging of unverified content. I don't know if purging is the right word. Yeah. But... Just so you guys know, you get all your news from here. Obviously, we were the election headquarters. We were. We were the place to come for political we debate. Um, highbrow political right, debate. Right, right, We are now also the unverified and verified 
Pornhub. We're the oh. Pornhub of Pornhub. We're the watchdogs. Yeah. Is what we are. Yeah. We make sure that they don't slip any of this bias. True. Even on a website as credible well, as dude, Vice News. I mean, 15-year-old dudes everywhere are pissed at this. Amateur sure. lover is upset Amateur lover is super upset. And it's just going to drive traffic away from the number one Pornhub. Pornhub. Do you know what you I know like what I mean? about um, amateurs in general? What's Not that? just amateur porn. What? Just like They do it for golfers. the love. They do it for they the do. love they do. of the they game. Do. Bobby Jones. For the love of the game. They, they stay amateur. This is why I love college athletics. Right. Um, because it's all about the education, of course. Um, and same for amateur, can't call them porn stars, models. Amateur models. So shout out to you guys. We haven't forgotten you on the Hot Grits podcast. Um, and even though Pornhub scraped you from their platform, we are giving you uh, the shout out that you deserve. So amateurs, keep grinding. So grinding also not the right word. Number one amateur golfer of all time. Bobby Jones, right? Just just a quick question, and we'll move on to the NBA right after I this. I think I'm on pace, but... Who do you think the number one... I know the answer to this, but who do you think the number one amateur boxer of all time is? Also considered to be, by many, the number one overall boxer, greatest boxer of all time. By many. I don't know. Sugar Ray Robinson, dude. And he, you, he never went pro? Oh, he went pro. But he has oh his, in the amateur yeah ranks. his amateur his amateur record is stunning dude it's absolutely yeah. stunning he fought over a hundred times he fought over a hundred times as a professional too Mike had, Tyson like, was legit too in the oh Olympics. yeah 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 remember yeah. when Olympic boxing used to be like well I don't remember it, but I mean like Olympic boxing used to be a big fucking yeah deal. And it's still it's... It, yeah it's still a big deal <laughs> for like for people in that you know world like the boxing world they still care about it but. The the best professional bo- like the best boxers don't come from the amateur ranks anymore. Last they go night, pro immediately. Last night when we were at the bar, this reminded me of that I was clowning the Olympics. Some girl was walking up to a dude that I play was playing pool with, right? And she, she was asking him. She said something about skee ball, and then looked at me and was like, "Do you play skee ball?" And I go, "Actually, I was at one point in time like one of the." best skee-ball players in the world <laughs> and i was on tour told her i was on <laughs> oh, yeah, tour. dude she countered with this is what made me think of it she countered with um i was actually in the olympics and i go oh that's fucking cool you guys don't get paid in the olympics see on tour skee-ball we get paid big bucks that's why i told this girl that i've never met in my life yeah she obviously didn't think it was funny and yeah she probably sucked yeah skee-ball yeah if i'm being honest did she give you your number um no uh you would think after that line and but hey man the, after me being on tour the playbook ball, the playbook gets deeper dude it's an open book the playbook gets deeper it's an open book yep. that's what i am um do you want to go straight into nba nba and shout out cam f austin dude cam f awesome i'm, I'm looking for you dude what number what is that number one usa amateur boxer his uh, name is cam f awesome i gotta correct something from last episode what's up oh the, the logan paul yeah the guy fighting and I'm not a YouTube guy. Yeah. The guy fighting Mayweather is not the guy, apparently, that fought yeah. Nate Robinson? Which I don't know if anyone knew that. Is that confirmed? That That's is true, confirmed. Right? We okay. confirmed that. Who fought Nate Robinson? Jake Paul. Who will fight Floyd Mayweather? Logan Paul. Does that change anything? Yes. They're Which... two different people. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank God we're recording Floyd... this. Otherwise, Floyd... that take would get lost. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Floyd... Floyd Mayweather is going to win either way. It doesn't change shit. I know we talked about this last time, and we will get to it more before February 2021. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can have some an MMA guy or a boxing guy come yeah. on and preview that with us. But uh, 
do you think that Floyd Mayweather doesn't he still have to knock him out? He, yeah, Floyd he Mayweather has cannot to. Go the he has to. If he goes the distance, if he it's goes the distance for Paul, if he goes, the only way he can go the distance is if he looks like he's having fun out there. Like if he's doing the, you know, the the Muhammad Ali shuffle thing. If he's doing that. <laughs> if he's doing that number like every round and he's bouncing around and you know taking pictures and shit. Then he can go of a distance, whatever. But it's not a real fight at that point. Is there a clear, better boxing talent out of the two Paul brothers, Logan and Jake? Nate? You got to give the upper Why hand. Why do I to, keep forgetting this guy's you name? You got to give the upper hand to Jake. He just knocked out a professional athlete. Because he's not real, dude. It's not real. So Logan Paul might not be as good as Jake Paul, or we don't know. They're the same person. They're Boomer Esiason and Phil Sims. They're Those the same two person. Are the same people. They're the same person. You also are the same person as the Mississippi State quarterback. That is true. You knew that already, though. Will Rogers, I yeah. believe. He's a little bit more handsome than me, a little bit more young, and a little younger is the word there, and obviously more athletic. How many podcast episodes has he recorded, though? <sighs> Probably not 39 and a half. That half, because you forgot to record it the first time. Um, before we go to the NBA, and I'll let you spew on the Hawks, All right. uh, I want to tell the listener about Crystal Clear Cleaning. Crystal Clear Cleaning in Savannah is your place for carpet cleaning. Uh, for your house, commercial or residential uh, carpet cleaning in Savannah, 912-898-0050 or crystalclearcarpetcleaning.com. Crystalclearcarpetcleaning.com, Facebook and Instagram, and at 912-898-0050. Call those guys and ask about their holiday gift certificates or if you're having people over prior to the holidays, get your carpets cleaned. Okay, don't be that guy that has that smell right when you walk in the door and you don't, you can't quite put your finger on it. It's like something that was cooked a couple days ago. Don't be that guy. And at one time smelled good. Don't get be that, that guy. out of your carpet today. Yeah, you got to go ahead and get the the post Thanksgiving cleaning, dude. You don't want you don't want leftover green bean casserole, a little bit of stuffing chilling in your carpet. That's gross, dude. Don't be that guy. And you heard it from us. If you call Crystal Clear Carpet Cleaning or Crystal Clear Cleaning or visit crystalclearcarpetcleaning.com. Tell them the Hot Ritz podcast sent you, and tell them that Spencer forgot to record um, <laughs> the second half. Let's get to the season. NBA and wrap season two, man. Will you tell me why the casual Georgia sports fan will care if the Hawks are good? They have a legitimate superstar. First and foremost, don't let anybody lie to you about Trey Young. He is a legitimate superstar in this league. He's a top 20 player already. He's projecting higher than that. Again, I don't think a lot of people would argue with you. I think yeah. that is not as hot of a take as you think. No, no, no. I, I don't think, think people would but agree a, with that. But a lot of a lot of like basketball guys still sleep on that. They really do because the Hawks won dick last year. But you, you want the chip on the shoulder. Oh yeah. You're, oh, it's there though. Creating bulletin board it's, material. It's there though, man. But here here's the other thing. That 60 win Hawks team that didn't that generated a lot of noise didn't bring in a lot of like hardcore fans with it. Because they, they failed in the playoffs. They failed in the playoffs, obviously. They ran into LeBron once and, I mean, I think a Celtics team another time. But they didn't have that stud on the team. They didn't have, like, the magnetic personality either. They were just five bros out there balling, like veteran t- well, They had one of the greatest uh, TBT players of all time in Joe Johnson. Oh, yeah. TBT Ka- legend. Kyle Korver was almost 50-50-90 that year. Yeah, he's incredible that year. Kyle Korver's a white guy. Kyle Korver is a white guy, and he was an all-star just shooting threes. We love that, dude. And that apparently wasn't good enough to keep Budenholzer. No, no. They, and notably, uh, they, well, well, Budenholzer left on his own accord. They they agreed to split ways. He didn't want to be a part of a it rebuild. It was mutual. He didn't like, want to be a part of a yeah, rebuild. Yeah, but they, I don't think they were necessarily that upset to lose him. No, they weren't. We weren't. But 
that that team notably had all five of its starters get named the Eastern Conference Conference Player of the Month. That was awesome. Yeah, that was when they rattled off like 18, 19, 21. That was right? awesome. The Hawks are set at 36 and a half wins at their projected total for Vegas. Um, I t- I'm taking the over, dude. I'm going to take I'm a unit and a half on the over. I'm hammering the over. And what's your what's your pick coming out of the Eastern Conference? Because that's extremely, or just the regular season. That's extremely interesting to me. If Milwaukee comes out, dude, and they don't win 45-plus games, Giannis is gone. I'll say this. In the East, I would take the field over any one team, period. In the West, okay. in the West, I would take— That was you, confusing for a second, but I got it. If you can combo the two L.A. teams for me, yeah, I'll take L.A. versus the field in the West, even though the West is, I think, right, clearly better? Clearly better. Right. I don't even think that's up for debate. No. Okay, the West is clearly better. Don't sleep on the East this year, but obviously they're clearly better. They've been clearly better. The same for thing it always is. Plus. Three through six in the West are going to be way more formidable than three through six in the East. I mean, I can tell you who three through six is going to be already. I can go ahead and tell you. In the West? I don't know what order it's going to be in, but it's going to be the same teams it always is. Okay. It'll be Toronto, Miami. Okay. Indiana will sneak in there. And then either Chicago or Philly. And you've got one and two being hot. I would, Celtics I would say Celtics, and, Celtics and, and, Bucks. and Bucks and then probably Nets. I mean, Atlanta's going to do the Atlanta, I don't know what order that's going to be. Atlanta could slide in there in that sixth seed. I could see it happening. So, okay, but to close out to close out the Hawks, what in your mind would it take to be a successful season? You as diehard Hawks fan, and what would be, what's the absolute ceiling of like attracting mainstream Georgia sports fans? Do you know what I mean? Like yes. how do you bring in a guy that doesn't really care about the Hawks? What can the Hawks do this year to make okay. them care? Successful season is playoffs. Playoffs. Period. That's it. That when won't you, be you, enough to bring. No, it will not. It. What will bring in the casual sports fan is if Trey Young is again averaging thirty and ten. Uh, yeah, an individual. They're on story. pace. They're on pace for the fifth or the fourth seed, and he's getting MVP votes. You're gonna see guys rocking Trey Young jerseys out to the bar. Yeah, you're gonna see that. I'm with that. Yeah, I'm that's what that. that's what it'll take. Um. And I believe that could, that's very possible. Out West, uh, I'll just say that prior to the opening night of the NBA, which is December 22nd, question mark? Yes, December 22nd is the opening night of the NBA. Um, big, big time news for your boy LeBron James, who um, you know obviously is compared to Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King. Ridiculous. Uh, it probably goes in that order, actually. Mahatma Gandhi... Uh, Sorry, Gandhi, if I'm pronouncing your first name wrong. Mahatma. Mahatma. Bless you. Um, <laughs> Martin Luther King, second, probably. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James. LeBron James. Third. Nelson Mandela, four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rosa right. Parks, fifth. Well, you only get four on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, that's right. And plus, you can't put Rosa Parks in the back. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize you said You just Rosa put Rosa Parks in the back. <laughs> Whoa, Son of a bitch. Dude. Don't get us canceled. You must be pro-Indian Cleveland Indians is what you are. Yeah. Uh, the All-Star break for the NBA, March 5th through the 10th. Spencer, explain the play-in tournament to me on May 18th through the 21st. Is that similar to the bubble? Is uh, the nine I really wish you didn't ask me that question, but yes, it is going to be the 8th and ninth seed. I'm not sure if it's going to be the three-game thing or like if you're three games back. I'm pretty sure just the 8th and ninth seed play three games. If the nine seed is within X number of games, I believe it's three. I don't, think, I don't, think, it's, I don't think it's like that, like it was in the bubble. What they if did. the nine seed is eight games back from the eight seed? 
I think they just play each other three game tournament. Oh, but you would plan. still want to be the eight seed because you only have to win that game once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nine seed has to be the eight seed. Exactly. Okay, all right, all right. So there's. I'm still pretty sure. To be I'm pretty sure. Seed. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's kind of like the baseball wild card thing, where like it doesn't matter how far separated they are. Baseball is changing names. They still haven't decided. Here we are in the middle of December. They still haven't decided if there's going to be a National League DH. Sixty days away from spring training. Baseball guy can't get his mind off of it. The Braves need to know if they can sign Marcelo Zuna or not. I agree. They need to tell them if they're going to have a DH. Period. I agree. Um, That's all I got, man. I'm super excited for the NBA. Yeah, I'm ready for it, too. I'm ready for something to be on every single night. Me, too. Football's um, brutal, dude. There's too much time in between games. Yeah, and it seems like the NFL is just, like, almost getting stale. It's stale. Like, it's, it's a stale. foregone conclusion. Yeah. You know who the four. It's almost like in, in basketball, a lot of people get – they don't care about the regular season as much. They only tune into the playoffs. That's kind of where I'm at for the NFL now. Like, I'm so bored with the regular season NFL. It's so, yeah, like you said, it's lopsided, dude. It's, if, it's Chiefs, Steelers, everybody else. Yeah. If we're putting LeBron James at three on the Mount Rushmore of activists, and I think that's a fair ranking for him. Um, Did you see that turtleneck, dude? Time athlete of the year, LeBron James, and I – Spencer, I know you don't care much about this, but I need to say this okay. where the people can hear it. If LeBron James was so critical and so important in the uh, you know in the world of athletics, as far as off the court stuff goes, being an activist, if he's so important of an activist, why then did the Bucks make the most critical decision, probably in NBA history, as far as? A team-wide movement. Protest, yeah. They decided not to come out of the locker room in the bubble against the Magic. Completely unprecedented. And they didn't even tell LeBron James, the leader of his league, so to speak. The time athlete of the year went into that player's meeting that night after the Bucks protested right. and was pissed that he wasn't consulted about it. That's how little the Bucks and LeBron James peers think of him i think there's they a, don't care what lebron james thinks he's not an activist i think there's a healthy amount of disrespect and lebron hate in the league uh like an, it's a, for a shit amount. like that yeah. it's for shit like the time athlete of the year but then he's not the athlete of the year because he won a title if that were the case i'm good with it yeah what lebron james did in the bubble with the lakers michael jordan could have never done and i've, I've said that over and over again he, lebron james deserves a shit ton of credit for staying for he still won a title yeah after all that you don't think you don't think Magic could? I mean, excuse me, Michael could have done that. Michael couldn't even stay in the city he was in. Yeah, when there wasn't true. a bubble, he had to go to Atlantic City. It's, right. it's, it's really it's really hard to judge pre-bubble people. Lou Williams went to Magic City. You think true. Michael Jordan's That's not true. going to the AC? That's true. He's so competitive though, dude. He's got to gamble. LeBron James, the athlete of the year, is a fucking joke. It is, dude. That turtle, the a turtleneck and glasses sweater is. Or, excuse me, turtleneck sweater and the glasses look is so pretentious. And how are you the athlete of the year and they don't even get a picture of you playing the sport? Yeah, it's just him with a black background staring into the camera. The same publication, Time, you may have heard of it, Yeah, uh, named Joe Biden and Camilla Harris the person of the year as well. So that, you know, is dumb as shit. Ridiculous. Those, just that's two people. Ridiculous. That's two people. They're yep. the people of the year. Yeah. Anything else, Spencer? That's it for me, man. Did you record it this time? I did record it this time. All right. I'm so intimidated by you right now, dude. I don't... The best of episode <sighs> of the Hot Grits podcast will come out on December 23rd. Our that will be the all. best moments, the funniest moments, strangest moments, uh, best takes, worst takes of our first 40 episodes of the Hot Grits podcast. That will be a must listen next week or I'm sorry, December 23rd. That will come out the best of episode. 
All right, then season three of the Hawkwards podcast will start January 6th, 2021. Let's go, baby. We will aim, Spencer, in 2021 for 80 episodes of the Hawkwards podcast. So that's what we'll do. We'll have at least, I would think, you know, it would be mostly twice a week. Right. And we'll take a few breaks during the summer and important holidays, right. obviously, right. such as President's Day, um, Valentine's Day, obviously, right. we'll take yep. off. Yep. We're not yep. barbarians. Um, but we, we really appreciate you guys through 40 episodes of hanging with us. You're going to want to listen to that best of episode on December 23rd. Be sure to click that follow button on Spotify. We're now on Google podcasts for all you non iPhone weirdos, uh, iTunes and Apple. Of course, click that five star, ignore the other stars, leave a kind review. Travis, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitter at Jadon sports, J A U D O N. Um, and then, uh, the podcast handle on Twitter is at podcast. Grits, how does one find you on Twitter? Follow me on Twitter at Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't forget the underscore. And please, please, please follow us on Instagram at The Hot Grits. Make sure you go to johncarrealty.com to sign up for our Bowl Mania Pick'em. We're trying to give you clowns $150 cash. Yeah, bro. Take it from us. If you don't want money, I, I don't know what to tell you if you don't want money. Free to enter. You're lost. Free to enter. johncarrealty.com. Click the drop down Bowl Mania uh, Pick'em group. Give us your name your email and your cell phone number. And then we will send you an email with the password to join the group on ESPN until season three. For best, the second time today. Yeah. Remember best of episode, December 23rd, season three begins January 6th. Tell your friends, only your cool friends. And until then stay safe and wash your hands at filthy animals. Peace.